Kelly, this is Joseph Aconcio. He heads up the Field County Search and Rescue. Ellie. He shook her hand and then held it, not letting go even when she tried to discreetly tug free. If anything, his grip tightened. Where are you visiting from? She knew better than to ask how he knew she wasn't local. In a town that tiny, everyone had to know everyone else. Plus, a quick glance around the shop showed customers dressed for warmth rather than fashion. She saw more than one Elmer Fudd ear-flapped hat. Chicago. His eyes did another quick up and down of her body before returning to meet hers. All of her internal creep radars were blaring, and she futilely tried to extract her fingers again. Well, enjoy your stay. He squeezed her hand and then, finally, released it reluctantly. Thanks for being the go-between, Lou. Joseph held up the envelope. Whenever I nag Holloway about turning in his incident reports, he acts like I ask for one of his kidneys. No problem. Lou waved off his thanks. He never comes in here otherwise, and I like to see if I can get him to talk. Any success? Joseph asked with real interest. Nope. Not yet, but I'm determined. He laughed. If anyone can do it, you can. I've heard him use actual words when he's been on a call, but just when he's had to, in order to, you know, prevent death or something. That's good, at least. Well, thanks again, Lou. He turned to Ellie and gave her a smile that made her have to resist the urge to take another backward step away from him. Nice to meet you, Ellie. You too, she lied. We'll have to get together while you're here. Before Ellie could politely decline, Lou snorted and said jokingly, you're a little late to the Ellie ball game, Joseph. George Holloway has already staked his claim on the new girl, and there's no way any woman is going to turn down Mr. Silent but hot. I mean, a guy with all those muscles who never contradicts you? Who could resist? Although Joseph held on to his smile, it went brittle around the edges. I've never been afraid of a little competition. With a final stiff wave, he left the coffee shop. Lou turned to Ellie with a grin. He liked you. Ellie shrugged uncomfortably. Even if Joseph hadn't set off all her internal alarms, she still wouldn't have been interested. She didn't have time for flirtations. I'm actually here to see my dad. His name's Baxter Price. You don't happen to know him, do you? Lou's eyes went huge. Baxter Price? Your dad is Baxter Price? Oh my gosh, he's on the whiteboard. What? The other woman's urgent tone made Ellie's heart pound against her ribs. What does that mean? What whiteboard? It's breaking off. Lou glanced around at the crowded shop. No one was even pretending they weren't listening anymore. Listen, I have to work until about 7.30 tonight, but would you want to grab some dinner and talk about this? Callum, the man who puts up with me, makes a mean crockpot stew. Um, I don't know. It seemed odd to accept a dinner invitation from a woman she'd just met, but Ellie was dying to know what had caused Lou's reaction to her father's name. My dad mentioned heading to a cabin, and I was hoping to go there this afternoon. A cabin? Lou tilted her head to the side. Where? Making a face, Ellie lifted one shoulder in a half shrug. I'm not sure. I was there when I was ten, but the directions have gotten kind of fuzzy over the years. Do you know who owns it? When Ellie nodded, Lou grabbed a paper napkin and a pen. Easy peasy, then. Just head to the county assessor's office, and you can get the coordinates. Passing her the napkin after sketching what looked like a rough map on it, Lou leaned in close and lowered her voice. Come back here when you're done. Hopefully the nosy bastards will have cleared out of this place by then so we can talk.
Lou's rough map proved to be surprisingly accurate, and the women at the assessor's office were helpful and friendly. Ellie returned to the coffee spot less than an hour after she'd left it. As Lou had predicted, the place was empty except for Lou and a stern-looking man in a baseball hat sitting on one of the counter stools. When Ellie spotted him, she hesitated just inside the door. The men in Simpson seemed to come in only one size, extra large. That, plus their apparent aversion to smiling, made them a little intimidating. Ellie was more used to the guys she knew in Chicago, who seemed smaller and gentler and much less scary than these mountain men. Ellie! Lou waved her toward the counter. Awesome, this is Callum. I hope you don't mind, but I called him and told him Baxter Price's daughter was here. He has full access to the whiteboard of knowledge and wild theories, so you can talk freely in front of him.